Welcome to The Shalene Show. Shalene is a New York Times bestselling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life. So let's get to it. My name is Shalene Johnson. I'm a New York Times bestselling author. You might be seeing me on TV right now if you wake up really, really early in the morning. I have an infomercial called Pio that's running on the air with the greatest company in all of fitness, Beachbody. I've also done infomercials like Turbo Fire, Shalene Extreme, club workouts like uh, Hip Hop Hustle, Turbo Kick, and I am the creator and founder of many online academies, but the two big ones are Smart Success and Marketing Impact Academy. My topic today is how to get your fire back, your passion. And sometimes we beat ourselves up when we're missing it as if we're supposed to always maintain this super high level of energy and drive and tenacity and that we see other people who wake up and they have these incredibly powerful, exciting, motivating periscopes perhaps or YouTubes or maybe you see their highlight reel and or you're, you're seeing their pictures on Instagram or Facebook and you assume, why aren't I like on fire every single day? And what can I do to get myself out of the slump? So I'm gonna give you some tips to help get you back on fire and get your drive back if that's what you need. But I also want to cut you some slack and let you know you're human and you can't go at 190 miles per hour every day, all day, and never take a rest and never take a break and never run out of steam. That's phony, it's not real. Those are people who are honestly hiding from something because they can't be real. Nobody's like that. And the people who are, like they're, they're really good actors and actresses, but it's not in anyone's best interest to pretend that you are always on a high and you're always motivated and you're always on fire because it's like we don't believe it. So we watch like with suspicion, like really? Really? Are you always this up? Are you always this driven? Of course not. And I think it makes us suspicious when we see someone who's always like that. Not only does it make us suspicious, and if it doesn't, great, but at a minimum, it makes us feel inadequate. There must be something wrong with me. If I'm not waking up every day feeling like I should wanna work out and that I love exercising, if I don't wake up every day just driven to work on my goals and make my business bigger or start a business and quit this job, then there must be something wrong with me. I must be a slacker. No, you're not. You're a human being. And guess what? The person who you're measuring yourself up against feels those things too. They have days when they stay in their robe all day. They have days when they wake up and myself included. There are so many days where I'm like, I love exercise. It feels like a treat to me, but I don't feel like doing it today. There are days where I'm like, I just want to read magazines that tell lies about celebrities and close-ups on your cellulite and pictures of who wore it best and just be shallow and lazy. That's all I want to do today. I don't want to work on my business. I don't want to do anything that is uplifting. I just want to be a slug and veg. Please know that means you're a human being. I only know like two people who I've been around them in just about every single situation. They're always up and they're always like that. And they never, they don't have like a, they don't have like a third gear. They only have fifth gear, like grinding on the gear shaft. Like they only have fifth gear. And to be honest, I can't take them for very long. I'm like, is there a real person in there? I mean, I like this high, 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 but is there like a third gear? Because it's hard to be around. You know, recently we did this game at, on Sunday nights, we were eating dinner and we went around the table and we all said, okay, who would you want to go on vacation with? Who would you, someone who you've met in the last six months you would want to go on vacation with? 
through Europe in a place where you'd never been before, who would you want to take with you? And we all kind of talked about it. And I said, you know, the, there's a couple of people I kind of would like to take with me, but I'm not sure if they have a chill mode. And so therefore, I'm going to have to pick somebody else. Because if they don't have a chill mode, you got to have a little chill mode the question is, how long do you let yourself be a slug? How, and, and when do you know it's time to pull yourself out of it? Well, I think you know. Like a day, please. I mean, that's not even an issue. Take a day. Take a couple of days. Take a couple of weeks, if it, especially if you need it. Like you've just been through a trauma. You are dealing with some heavy, really heavy stuff. A major life change. Your kids have just moved out. You've just been hit with a you know, major tax lien. Your husband's moved out. You just found out that your best friend has cancer. Like these are times where it's like no one, so much energy is drained from you by dealing with those things that you're not supposed to be doing 85 other things. You're supposed to take care of yourself and other people. All right. So let's just assume though that it's time. It's time to get your mojo back. What do you do? I've got good news for you. I'm going to teach you how to get your mojo back, but let's talk about the word mojo. The word mojo, I don't know where it comes from, but in my mind, it means motivation and joy. When I can combine those two things together, I've got my mojo back. It's what I like to call pursuit of pure joy. So I'm going to give you some tips that I think are really, really important and often overlooked when it comes to getting your drive back. Because when we think of drive, we think of work. When we think of passion and fire and motivation, we think go, 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 go. But it's wrong. The way to get your drive back, your passion back, your fire back, is by doing something that's just fun and restores you. So you keep thinking that it's like a mental state and you're like, well, if I just work a little harder, I'll get my mojo back. But it's not true. It's actually an emotional state that allows you to be at your highest point of performance. In order to be a peak performer and to consistently, that doesn't mean to always be at 100 miles per hour, but to consistently be in this highest level of performance to consistently be up there with the highs and the lows, but mainly in the highs, then you've got to give yourself a moment to rest and restore. So we're talking about hobbies. Isn't that crazy? You thought I was going to talk about work. I'm actually going to talk about things that give you joy. So let's talk about them for just a moment because there's an 80-20 principle or the Pareto principle that applies to your hobbies. And so specifically, if we're talking about getting your mojo back, what do we, why do we enjoy hobbies? Well, like I'm seeing people say, I love rock climbing. I love hobbies. I, I, I'm so excited about this topic because hobbies or anything that are, is pure joy is important to you because, and here's what are basically the definitions for classifying something as a pure joy or a hobby. It clears your mind. Okay. So write these down. These are words that help you to decide if what you're doing is actually a hobby. Is it fun? Does it clear your mind? Does it make you feel great? Is it a treat? Does it relieve stress? Okay, so based on what I just said, is it a treat? Does it relax you? Is it enjoyable? Is it fun? Does it clear your mind? Does it relieve stress? Well, then, therefore, me thumbing through a garbage magazine would technically be a hobby. Me taking a really long time to get ready and just like leisurely putting on my makeup and leisurely doing my hair. I honestly feel like that relieves stress because it's not very many days you get to do that, right? But I really feel like that relaxes me. That would be a treat. It would be enjoyable. It would be fun. It would help me clear my mind. It would feel good. So is that a hobby? Yeah. It could be. What about fantasy football? Is it fun? Is it enjoyable? 
Does it help you clear your mind? Does it take you away from work? Does it relieve stress? Is it a treat to do it? Yeah. So is it a hobby? Totally. Is online shopping late at night? Is that a hobby? I got bags on bags on bags in here. Is that a hobby? Yes. That's a hobby. Now for the serious news. There are different types of hobbies and I want 80% of your hobbies. In fact, I want most of the time, I want 80% of your hobbies to be hobbies or pursuits that lift you up. And 20% of them can be the kind that I just mentioned, which are for the pure joy of it. Doesn't make you a better person. It's not something necessarily you're proud of. I'm not proud of my Zappos shopping cart. I'm not proud of my pursuit of shoes. You might not be proud of how much time you spend with fantasy football, but it's, it's fine to pursue it 20% of the time. But when we're talking about getting your mojo back, I want you to engage in hobbies that actually lift you up. And here's how you know if it fits that category. And here's how you know if a hobby falls into that 80% category that I want you to focus on if you're trying to get your mojo back on. It needs to be something that honors your growth, like taking a painting class or an art class or learning a new language, doing something to learn about yourself, like therapy or rock climbing would be a fantastic example. It should be something that gives you pride, something that expands your knowledge or improves your relationships, improves your physical well-being, improves your mental well-being. Would meditation fall into that category? Of course. If fitness is something you love, you love it, I would put that in the category for many of you as a pursuit that lifts you and could also be considered a hobby. Yeah. Does it help improve your spirituality, your connection to a higher power, your belief that there is something outside of you that's making all of this possible? Does it make you a better person or does it honor your gift, your passion and your purpose? So, for many of you, for example, like we're approaching the holidays, volunteering your time to help a food bank or families in need, I certainly would consider that a pursuit that lifts you. That is something you would have great pride over and would really fill you up. My friends, that restores mojo. That's, what's, that's what works. That's what does it. Yeah. So am I saying you can't have any of these kind of like pointless pursuits. No, I want you to have those too. But if you're trying to get yourself out of a rut, you need to have fewer of those and a lot more of the pursuits that lift you. Give me one thing you're going to do this weekend that you know is a pursuit that will lift you. It's something that's going to make you proud. It's going to grow you. It's going to improve your relationships. It's going to make you feel better about yourself. It's going to honor your talents, your passions, your purpose, the arts. Tell me one thing you're going to do this weekend. This episode of The Shalene Show was brought to you by The Courageous Confidence Club. If you're part of the club and you're changing your life and you've got new friends and the support of some incredibly positive, loving people, we want to hear about your experience. Go to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash podcast and leave me a message. So until we get a chance to spend some time together again, I wanted to take a moment to share with you some of these really cool messages. And again, if you want to leave me your own message about this episode or about your experience in the Courageous Confidence Club, you can do that by going to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash podcast. That's right. It's the same place where you can leave a voicemail message and get all of the show notes from this episode. 